When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's a busy hour coming up. Uh, stay with us right through until 6 o'clock here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks, as you heard, uh, to Toolmart, the complete tool centre where you get the right tool from the start. Hazamato return for the run home again tomorrow being Friday between 3 and 5. Having a look at the uh, forecast for tomorrow, they were forecasting a bit of wet activity. Now they're saying zero to one millimetre of showers. So it looks like being predominantly fairly dry tomorrow. And I know that Christina Matthews, who is the chief executive of the West Australian Cricket Association, has been looking up to the heavens and looking at the radar because we've got at the moment the all-conquering per scorches in the WBBL about to take to the field for their latest match in WBBL for this season. And we go live to the Wacker now, Christina. A very good evening to you. Good evening, Peter. How's it looking? Yeah, it's um, clearing up. There's a few clouds around, but I think they've passed over. Um, the good thing is it's dark enough for us to have our new lights on, so it's very exciting. Oh, tell us about the new lights. Is this the first time they'll be on show? Yeah, yeah. So we've got four towers complete, which is more than enough lights at the moment. Um, we've been testing them all week, and they're fantastic. About 3,000 lux, which is way more than we need, and uh, they look fantastic. In fact, I probably can see them from our studio set up here at Optus Stadium, Christina. They do look fantastic. You're probably good. They're, e- <laughs> they're even lining up my studio here. Saying that, for those people that recall the Wacker, how much brighter is the Wacker compared to the uh, old days, if we can term it that way, when we used to go and watch night cricket? Well, much, much brighter. So uh, when we get the fifth tower up, it's... Uh, it's going to be a massive spotlight, let me tell you that. Fantastic. How's the redevelopment all coming together? Yeah, it's going along well. I mean, like all construction projects in Perth at the moment, um, it's a little slower than we would have hoped, and the cost has um, increased, as of all projects. But um, we're getting um, bits and pieces done along the way, so probably start at the end of October, um, really clearing the northern side of the ground so when the main contract's sorted, they can go straight into construction. So we get a a lot of stuff that people can't see at the moment, electrical cabling underground and, you know, you find out all sorts of things. All the all the electrical mm. cabling is under the paying surface. So we've got to reroute it um, into other areas. So some interesting things happening that uh, people probably can't see. But, um, you know, the final demolition will be happening over the next couple of months. Mm. I believe that the Scorchers women uh, have won the toss and have decided to bowl there at the Wacker tonight. You must be so proud of uh, our Perth Scorchers in the WBBL. They are one of the big brands in the competition, aren't they? Yeah, look, it's really good that our, both our men's and women's team is so dominant in the competition, and we've been able to build a really good mix of imports and local players um, who have all gelled really well together, and it's exciting tonight to be celebrating um, the, the trophy from uh, last summer and have it on display, and, uh, you know, they've got a good guard of honour for them this morning 
well, this afternoon um, as the uh, trophy is brought out on display. So, yeah, really exciting. They're just leading the competition in all sorts of way and, and started again this year really well. What's it like to have a bit of normality with a home and away season? I'll tell you what, it was... We kind of looked going, do we're busy? Why are we busy? And then you realise you, <laughs> you haven't had games for a while. But, yeah, it's really exciting to have it back. I mean, we've had staff who've kind of been working for us for over a year who've never seen the venue dressed up. So mm. they're going, gee, it looks good when it's all dressed up. And we go, yeah, it's always like that. And then we go, oh, well, it hasn't been for two and a half years. So, um, you know, it's really nice um, uh, to see it all um, in its glory. Saying that, uh, you've got some real star power in the WBBL with the Perth Scorchers, led by Sophie Devine, who's just a wonderful cricketer to go and watch. You're one of those players probably you'd cross the road to go and view. Look, she's outstanding. And, you know, each year, I mean, this is her third year with us, uh, each year she's developing her game as well. When she came to us, she would have thought that she was the complete player, but she keeps improving. And the way she's batted in the first um, couple of games and, and led the team on the field has been outstanding. And I think the younger players have grown with her, which is um, terrific. I'll tell you what was interesting. I mentioned this on radio earlier during the week, Christina. I was at home on Sunday afternoon, it may have been, and I flicked at one stage and I viewed the WBBL and the Scorchers were in action, I think against the Hobart Hurricanes on that occasion. And then I flicked over and the Constellation Cup was on between the Australian Diamonds and the Silver Ferns down there in New Zealand. And then I flicked Mm. again and the AFLW was on and the Fremantle Dockers were doing battle, I think, with Collingwood up at Fremantle Over. And I thought to myself... I don't recall, and who would have thought 10 years ago that women's sport would be so dominant and all being played at high-profile venues all at once? I know. It's, it's amazing. I mean, we're spoiled for choice now. And, um, you know, the, gone are the comments about whether it's good quality or not. Everybody accept it is good quality. It's different to whatever the men's version is. But it is um, good quality cricket. And, um, you know, I often say that um, the development, a bit like tennis rackets, the development of the cricket bat has probably been a negative for the men's game because it's given too much power in the game, mm. where it's really helped the women's get that balance of... Um, uh, strength and touch. Yeah, saying that, uh, when you look at the amount of women's sport now, how competitive does it become in the marketplace these days? Yeah, look, it's what you expect, which is you bring your best um, self to every performance and every event you put on, and and that will um, keep you ahead of the game. But it is really competitive, and there's really good opportunities for young girls, knowing that they've got choice um, now, and the way the sports are, um, you know, apart from, you know, I think it's really unfortunate that AFLW and WBBL are on the same time. But with other sports, you can still play multiple sports, which um, stopped being an option many years ago for um, the men. Very shortly, I'll be speaking to Darcy Short. Uh, of course, uh, the West Australian side under Adam Voges held on. Uh, they got a draw in that game where they played on a yeah. road there at the Junction Oval. And saying that, on Saturday here, uh, it all starts England and Afghanistan in the first of five uh, ICC World T20 matches. It's all happening on this side of the country. It sure is. And, like, it's really exciting to have um, World T20 at Optus Stadium because that stadium, it's almost purpose-built for T20 cricket. Um, With all the bells and whistles, um, the pace of the wicket, it'll be really exciting to hear, uh, to see multiple teams playing there. We've got England 
you know, on Saturday, Australia on um, Tuesday. Um, we've got India, South Africa. I mean, there's just so much quality cricket coming up over the next month. And it's going to be a real pity uh, because we've got India and Pakistan playing at the MCG on Sunday. They reckon they've sold 100,000 yeah. tickets and there is the threat mm. of being a very wet weekend in Melbourne. So it would be a bit of a dampener if those games didn't go ahead. Of course, Australia plays New Zealand on the Saturday. Christina, I need to ask you this question before I let you go because no doubt you want to sit down yeah. and watch the Perth Scorchers women do their bit because the match is underway. Yeah. Um the sponsorship scenario, which all of a sudden, it's like the Pied Piper, started with the netball. It was followed by the cricket. Uh, Pat Cummings made a couple of interesting comments the other day. And then the Fremantle Dockers, of course, were in the news in the last 24 hours. Without sort of uh, putting you on the spot, are we likely to see more of this going forward, do you think? Oh, I think we probably are going to see more of it going forward. But what we've got to be careful of is really understanding what the issue is for every sport. Um, we all know that we can't stop mining and oil and gas production tomorrow. Um, and I think it's important to understand and be able to work with those companies about how they are reducing their carbon footprint. Um, so I think we've got to be really talking about let's just talk, not take the money out, let's understand and work with the companies who are trying to change um, what they've traditionally done. But I, I do think it's going to become a bigger and bigger issue. Good on you, Christina. Thanks for joining us. And go the Perth Scorchers. Let's hope they make it three from three at the Wacker tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us on okay. the program. Thank you very much. Good Bye. on you. Christina Matthews, the CEO of the West Australian Cricket Association. So at the moment, the Wacker... Hasn't been touched, but we know what Pat Cummings said about Alinta uh, just the other day. And Christina feels that uh, it'll be more of an issue going forward. But as someone said to me today, you stop mining tomorrow and all of a sudden Australia could almost go broke. So we've just got to be a bit uh, diplomatic and a bit sensible and a bit of common sense needs to prevail uh, going forward. Speaking of going forward, on the other side of the break, I'll be speaking to Darcy Short. He's going to have a chat to us. Gee, it was hard going for four days at the Junction Oval in Melbourne. In the end, WA got out with a draw five for 185 in their second innings after Victoria declared at four for 661. And Peter Hanscom, to be fair, credit where credit's due, he decided the captain of Victoria to declare... And he was on the verge of making his first triple century in first-class cricket. He was just 18 runs short of his first ever triple century made by uh, Peter Hanscom. It was uh, one of the tough days for the WA boys from a bowling perspective. Darcy Short bowled 20 overs. And in the end, he and Hilton Cartwright had to put a partnership together to stave off what was a bit of a Victorian fight back late in the day today. We'll speak to Darcy Short next here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.